When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. One of my favorite places in the Memphis area is Shoot 360. I can really work on my game out there, and I'm 32 years old. Like, it's over for me. You got a young one, though, in the house that loves the game of basketball and wants to get better at it, wants to put that work in, take him out of the Shoot 360. It's the same tech used by the Golden State Warriors and many others around the NBA. Get better at passing, dribbling, shooting. Have a blast doing it. They're going to feel like they're playing 2K, brought to life. Green beans all day long at 2360. 85 bucks in a drive in Carver. Yep, on the shot, going to give you that real-time feedback on your shot, including preferred arc. And if you're shooting it straight or left or right, get that corrected. Uh, then on your ball handling and your passing, they've got these massive interactive boards uh, that are going to give you immediate real-time feedback. What I compare it to is like playing a video game. That's why your kids going to absolutely fall in love with it. They already love basketball. You combine that with how interactive and experienced Shoot360 is, they're not going to want to leave. You're going to love it because they got membership options to fit every budget. They've made this real simple. All you got to do is get your face in the place. It's the future of basketball training right here in Memphis. The future is now, though. At Shoot360, go see them at 85 Mark Center Drive in Kyrie. 12 o'clock, rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, Jason, uh, Google Cloud miss uh, projections. Down, uh, stock down uh, about 8% this morning there on Wall Street. Big story. Appreciate you letting us know that. Also, the Memphis Grizzlies. Taking on the New Orleans Pelicans tonight inside FedEx Forum. Uh, it's a pick them. We'll do a pick, you know, plus one, other places, you know. But basically a pick right now for the Grizzlies against the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, they will not have Trey Murphy. So they uh, that is a pretty big loss for them there on the wing. But they will have uh, Zion Williamson. You may know him. Yeah, healthy, they say. Healthy, they say. We shall see. Oh, he, he ain't going to come out here fat. Well, we'll just see. I mean, we would have gotten those reports. He might be we, rusty. We've already seen he's fine. He might be a little rusty. You know? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay, no. hey, bet the over. Think dude. about how disappointing. Bet, bet the over on Zion points, rebounds, and assists tonight, then, if you're feeling di- so frisky. Disappointing the availability has been. Did you? Just trying to figure things out if you're New Orleans because mm-hmm. he's so in and out. Uh, you've been un- unable to do that. As many issues and concerns as the Grizzlies have, New Orleans still don't know what they have. Yep. At least you know you got three foundational pieces if you're the Memphis Grizzlies. You still don't know what you got within New Orleans. That's the one thing. That's but a fact. I tell you what they do got, Grizz Killer, C.J. McCollum. Facts. Um, he's playing, is he not? Uh, yeah. C.J. McCollum's and, uh, and playing. And I already know because we talked bad about Brandon Ingram and uh, FIBA, like we said, he's going to shine tonight and Zion going to kill on the end. Valanchunas going to have uh, uh, 17 boards. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. Yeah, no, it'll be uh, incredibly difficult, no doubt about that. Uh, but, uh, hey. 
Small things to a giant, bro. Grizz franchise been two steps from hell. This ain't nothing to them. This ain't nothing well, to them, man. Well, one start ain't nothing. That's what we do. We unless except for the last two, we lose home openers. Now I, I did. Jeff hear, went through all of them. Since they moved to Memphis, five and seventeen all time in season openers, nine and thirteen hey! all time in home openers. This will qualify as season opener. We've only won five. Of Is these this junks. franchise cursed? No, won, as Jeffrey pointed out to you, we've won the last two, so we're coming out of it, man. But it's gonna we're going. I, I They're think due for a loss. It's aren't gonna they? be tough tonight. Yeah. Again, this is it's going to take a monster. Zaire, this is the one. Mm. I'd hope Trey would be out there to sort of motivate him. Motivate. Yes. Because who in America hasn't said that Trey Murphy was the better pick over Zaire? Man, and everybody, that no, said that, everybody in America has said it. Yes, sir. Zaire Williams' legacy game, he got to have. Everybody on Twitter going to be posting, Zaire, 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 man, this dude going crazy. He going, he going ham. I'm gonna look up his stats. He's gonna have set seven points. Cause y'all, that's what y'all do. Y'all just y'all have no integrity. You need more than seven as the starter. Y'all be tweeting about Zaire like he's out here Let's doing. Let's make it money. more like seven. I mean, just real numbers, bro. Bro, stop. Y'all do. He was good in the preseason. He was fine. You need to give him that. He was fine. And what you what you're right on is that you now have to carry that over. Carry it before over before anyone should get overly excited. Fast. That's correct. Yeah, thank you. That's really what correct. I'm trying to say. Borrow from our man Jay right there. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, we'll we'll see. You know, uh, can Zaire take that step? Can um, what else you got for me? Uh, can Bain honestly be an All Star? Right? Can he t- can he be an All Star type oh, of guy? He was year? averaging twenty five last year before he got hurt. Yeah. So it's time to do that for real, for real. Uh, that's, all year. That's going to be uh, on the table tonight for uh, the Grizzlies. I, it's just a tough tough ass with Jonas and. Uh, Are you like Giannato that you have? Zero confidence in LaRavia and his ability to be a surprise player year two. Kind of like we saw with Santi last yeah. year. We've always sort of had that, John. I, I don't it know, It can't man. be him, huh? No, I mean. Y'all uh, folks don't have confidence in your own people. I feel like y'all be trying to just get me to say stuff, man. Like, I'm just asking. I'm saying you're at zero with him. I'm at, I'm at like low. one or two with him, yeah. I mean, I, I get the whole jumping on Zaire over LaRavia. He didn't, look good. He didn't look good in Summer League for the most part, you know. I mean, Jeff was trying to get me to come out here and say they're going to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, to, ain't, ain't nobody going to try to make you do that on this show. You're trying to make me come out here and say that Jake LaRavia about to be a, a I just rising you star. what your confidence level is. Could we see the surprise come from him? I, you know, I, I felt better about Santi because Santi sort of came up in the pro system, right, overseas. You know, I, I, oh, I, stop. Based on what we saw first year of G League, everybody said that was a miss. Well, He, he was missing everything he, in G League. When he got opportunities, so he, he maximized them, though. Can we say that? at the? You know, I remember that game against the Suns. Like, he got in there and, you know, he, he balled out. The first out. season. Yeah. Like, Jake has yeah. never done that. Jake, at any point, has never uh, looked good. So, no, I just I and that's fine. Like you, you get lots of draft picks. You're gonna miss some of them. So that's that is one of them for me right now. Firmly, I would say Jake Laravia. I love the way y'all write folks off. Well, it's not like we're writing off good players. You know, we're writing off. They wrote me off. I ain't right back though. That's the problem. They once did Gino that way too. Yes, they really did. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they once did Santi like that. They once wrote off Santi. I know some folks that did. I don't it. think I'm I, looking at one. I don't think I wrote off Santi after year one. I don't. Think he was I, down in a G League shooting 11 percent, bro. I don't think I was like 12 percent. Like you know, I, I I there weren't enough flashes. I wrote I wrote him off in summer league. I will say that I did I did I did uh I did write him off some in summer point. league last year. I'll give you that. But we y'all wrote off Conchar. He came back. Y'all wrote him off again, and now he's probably gonna stay gone. Yes, that's fair. Um, that one was probably fair. 
but you know, in terms of in terms of no, I'm Jake, I, I mean, he has to show me. I'm not sitting up here make, trying to make some case that I've got it. But what I'm making a case is usually they've had a surprise or two. I think they need them this season. Would be ideal. Obviously, it could be Zaire, could be one of them. Giannato pointed to that, but uh, Laravia, especially with this front court and the disarray that it is right now, they could really use uh, use him. Yeah, as either, early as tonight. Either way, the proceedings begin tonight uh, inside FedEx Forum. Catch the game. Uh, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Next story. An impromptu question of slight or right, and it comes to us from The Athletic. They have tiered the Division One basketball coaches, including Penny Hardaway, and the results are in. Penny Hardaway is a tier four coach. Tier four. That's behind one, two, and three. Behind yep, one, that's two, a and slight. three. I'm glad you played that, Brad, because context helps. And this is what I'll try to provide. It does feel a little low based on how you and I specifically feel about where the program is today. But that said, he was four last year. Dusty May, unranked last year, FAU coach, is three this year, tier three. He comes in at three. If Penny Hardaway beats FAU last year, Mm-hmm. Come down to one or two plays. He's in tier three right now. Yep. He's still in the same place he was last season. Yep. And if when you when you add that to it, I, you know, I sure here in Memphis, some of us could say it's a little bit of a slight. We think the program's a little bit ahead of where they where where they got you. But frankly, if you get, it's as simple as if if he gets that win, he's moved up to tier three. Oh, by the way, Jawan Howard who Memphis will face this season, the Battle for Atlantis to open it up. He's gone down. We were just talking about trajectories, John, of Jawan and Penny. He's gone down from Tier 3 to Tier 4. Yep. So so it kind, it kind of shows. Again, if Penny gets that win against FAU, he, he's up there because I guarantee you he's advancing to the Sweet 16 because obviously Purdue goes down. You're beating Fairleigh Dickinson. Say, you know, maybe a similar run as FAU. Um, so it's unfortunate. It feels – I compare it. You know, Ryan Silverfield having a chance to beat Tulane. You know, you have opportunities. There were certainly one for Memphis where a game can build, a, you know, help build a brand stronger because literally it could be the difference between getting out of a first weekend or, you know, or, or not and sitting here in Tier 4 again. That's why he's back in Tier 4. And, you know, before I would say it's a slight based on the context, it's probably about right. And it's unfortunate they came up short in that game because you can make a case they're a better team. Yeah, last I would, year with Kendrick. And I would Deanna. agree with that. I would. I would say it's a it's a slight slight. It's not something I'm going to get super worked up over. You know, the like, guys that are above him have. You know, they yeah. they've made tournament runs, exactly. and that that's what he lacks right now. And so that's why they've got him in the same spot they had him in last year. Yeah, he was. They were so close last year. They were, and close. the formula was so right. Yeah, right. The chemistry and everything else. It got uncharacteristic at the very end. Certainly cost him, but throughout that whole season, the formula was so right. And that's the, sometimes it can go. You know. Everything can be right and it still go wrong in that tournament. And that's what that's what happened to. Him. And it's the difference. It's the only reason Penny's sitting in tier four still, as opposed to being up in tier three. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, and it, look, you can get it back with a good year. I mean, you could, you know, it's 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 one of those things where I mean, you could go from tier four to tier two. Oh, he makes a, a push, push. I'm yeah. sure he will be. I'm, I'm sure he will uh, get that bump. But yeah. th- those guys above him are the ones mainly with that postseason success and deep runs on the resume. It's how a Dusty May goes from, you know. Unranked to, to three uh, because of that run he had last year. So yeah. So I mean, look, I I, I saw it. I I thought there was. Initially, some... I was like, was he was he four last year? Did they drop him from three to four? But go back and look, and he was four yeah. last year. So it's not a drop. Right, right, right. Would have moved up with the win over it. Yeah, I, I you know I think um, 
you know, are there some guys that I just didn't, I've never heard of that are in tier three that are probably like in there because. Hmm. Who are those? Let me pull the list. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, they probably get a benefit of the doubt because they're at smaller schools, right? Like they, they, oh, some of the small school got picks. Yeah, like exactly. Like the Yales of the world. You're talking about James Jones? Yeah, no idea who that is. Never seen anything from him. Um, Darian DeBrise from Drake, like. You know, you they, those guys simply are getting benefits of the doubt because they they go to tournaments at small schools. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think they're better coaches than Penny. Uh, they just, you know, they 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 take advantage of you know their circumstances. Yep. Tang gets tier three because they made the run last run. year. Yeah, I mean that's really all it's about. Yep. I, I do think Tang is is a really good coach though. I think that's real. I I, I think uh, was, was Dusty, to have that many nine was, new players. Dusty and, May in tier three. He is he comes in at tier three. Gotcha. So yeah. The point I was making. Yeah. Again. You get that win, you're right. the one that's up. And there. he's in tier, you know, four or whatever. And you know, it, it, the butterfly effect of that game was pretty damn extreme. Well, everything would be flipped. Everything would be flipped. Everything would be totally. Now, I don't flipped. know if Memphis made a Final Four, but it would be the team coming back, probably ranked higher. Certainly, the they at least make a favorite. second weekend. How, how much of the team does Dusty may keep together if they're not 100. making that deeper run none. in this day and age none. of NIL? Exactly. It may, so it, ch- it changed everything in terms of this year too. For both of them, it really did. Yeah. So, will you call that the butterfly effect? Yeah, they were the you know the movie with Ashton Kutcher. I never watched, but but you use that reference quite a bit, so I'm getting used to it. Well, that, I only use it in those. No, terms. you use it a lot. I use it not in, as much as Crossroads, but you use it. Yeah, like uh, it's it's just um, you know it's it, it like I I part of me I, I understand why, for example. Uh, you know, we we use the tournament as the you know great barometer of how we feel about coaches and programs and things like that. Um, part of me also understands that it's a little ridiculous too. You know, like it is a little ridiculous to to say that you know the, uh, six games kept you know or I guess five games kept an entire program together, kept an entire reputation of a coach intact. Um, for 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 Purdue, Purdue can do. Purdue can do whatever. Now they I'm glad you brought that up. They constantly write him right back into that one seed. Purdue, yes, yes. yes. Well, they're gonna get the one Why? seed. It's just what, what are they gonna do with it when they get it? You know. But every year it's 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 uh, they're picked as a favorite and I everything know, but they, else. But they handle the big ten. Never, I mean, it's never held against them their turn their lack of yeah. tournament success in the way that it has been held against. Well, Memphis. I don't know. I mean, it just depends, I guess. I mean, you can't. And I realize they're 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 getting that one seed rewarded. every year. Yeah, yes. yeah, but still, that I mean, so, they are choke artists. Well, I, they are. I mean, that, it, and I, that is the rep, that is the reputation of Matt Painter. He can't shake that. I mean, he's going to have to go to a Final Four to shake that. You know, Mark Few has his reputation of can't, can't win. win the big one, and he can't, and he's always going to have that. You know, so I do think you get these labels, and you know, look whether they get a one seat or not, that's going to be based on what they but do. Where's in the, Painter in this? Where's Where's he? Where's he at on this list? Uh, that's a good question. I assume tier two. He's two. Yeah, I assume tier two, but based on their results, he should be a tier one. You know, I mean, based on you know what they do every year in the regular season, they should be. A, he's a tier one, but he's a tier two because he never wins. Uh, you know, big games. You know, he never he never gets to the Final Four. He never wins a championship. You know, and he's had some really good players. He's got the best player in college basketball in Zach Eadie. He's had Jaden Ivey there before, and he never gets it done. You know? Last year they broke up Tier 2 into two tiers for some reason, Tier A and Tier B. Right. They had Bayheim and Huggins in, in 2B, but they did have your boy Painter in 2, 2A. So he's he's I mean technically he's moved down slightly in the in the in the in the twos, but he's still two even after that mess last year. Yeah, people love to drop him. 
people love to uh, to say that college basketball is a six-week sport. College basketball is a six-game sport, bro, if we're being completely honest about it. Because you can change everything with a six-game run. I mean, Kevin Ollie, for example, right? Like, Kevin Ollie got a championship there, and, and he ended up getting one. fired anyway, but uh, – you know, he he. But so didn't he, he win his case against them? Yes, yeah. I think he did. Um, but you know, he he bought himself a whole new you know contract and time and everything like that. You know, and um, you know Ed Conroy at Tulane. You know, think about him in that conference tournament. He didn't save anything. But he got he got another game though, didn't he? Like a saved a game. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, it's not a six week sport, man. It's a six game sport, and what you do in those six games. It shapes opinion, fair or not, well, earned or not. We, it's how we judge Josh. Ultimately, yep. it's how we're going to judge yep. Penny. Yep. You know, year to year. It is what it is. And is it fair? Not really, but it's life. Well, it's the job. It is the, it is the job. Especially here in Memphis. It's the job in every sport, you know, because the regular season is the regular season. I mean, how many, to- well, how many times did we come in here, not us, but how many times did sports pundits come in here talk about Andy Reid before he did it? You know, a lot. Uh, so it's just it becomes part of your reputation and part of your perce- per- perception, and the only way you can change that is not by winning the AAC, it's not by winning the Big East, it's not by winning, it's by winning the whole thing. It's about making runs. It's about being there at the end, um, not the middle, but the end. So, but the the frustrating part is you can have it right like they did last year oh, and, it and still it, go wrong. It's it's he it's, had it right last. It's high. Year. It's one game. It's really it one game. It was the right way. Yes, it's it, it's the most high variance. High, you know, wire act in in all of sports because it's not even a it's not even a seven game series, right? Like at least in the NBA, you, you have six game came down to a call. It came down yeah. Jaden Hardaway not getting a timeout was just obvious as a time like that one. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah, like in the your, in, your in the effect, in the NBA and in, in hockey and baseball, you know, it's it's seven games to to decide who the better team is. You know, there's not much arguing about that. In the end, upsets. Are- make, pretty much make an argument. It'll never open up like it did last year again from that eight nine slot no where one over one goes down and the path is clear. Yep. You are you never get that chance again. And you're never doing it with it the right team and you still don't get it. It's tough. Yep. Doesn't mean Penny Hardaway's less of a coach. Uh, agreed. We'll come back. Adam Turnoff's going to join us. We'll talk to him about the NFL this week, week eight, halfway mark ish of the season. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to family ESPN. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Turnoff does it all for Right Angle Sports on Twitter at Adam Turnoff. Make sure you subscribe to the Simple Handicap. Uh, it is absolutely must-listen stuff. Hoping that the wins come as easy as the love. He joins us now. Adam, what's going on, man? Uh, there's no better intro track to come into a segment. Brad, behind the scenes, how's it going on? That's right. Shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah, on a Wednesday afternoon. That is exactly right. All right, let's just go ahead and dive right into, I guess this is technically the halfway point uh, of the NFL season. I want to get into uh, some interesting releases that you guys have sent. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. You guys sent out Dallas minus 5.5. That's still uh, sitting there at minus 6.5 for the most part uh, out there in terms of widely available. What is it about this matchup that uh, draws you to the Dallas Cowboys at this number? Rams really struggling to deal with pressure, specifically Stafford, too. Uh, He used to be terrific, thinking back to his time in Detroit, against dealing with pressure. Now with the Rams this season, I tell you, it's been just a much different story. Cowboys can absolutely manufacture some pressure up front. Don't need to bring extra guys to do it. I think that's more than enough to slow down this Rams passing game, which McVay has been putting the governor on a little bit, running the football a lot more than he has in the first four weeks, the last couple of games as well. And on the other side, I think this is a spot where the Rams defense, how poor it's been, has been a little bit hidden by the way that some of these games have played out for them. I think the Cowboys can open it up. As troublesome as Mike McCarthy's play calling has been at times, I think this is a spot where the Cowboys hang a big number uh, at home against the Rams. Uh, We see them cover. So six and a half, not really a key number, right? I mean, you still are capturing that inside a touchdown, so – if you missed five and a half, I mean, it's six and a half for our, for our audience here. Still, obviously not as strong because you missed six, but I don't, I, you know, it's it's not that key of a number. Would you say six and a half still okay for our audience with Dallas? I would say you can do one of two things. Um, you can wait a little bit. Uh, you might see a six come back. I I don't think we're going to get to seven just because of how much intrigue there has been um, for the Rams specifically. So you can do that, and you can wait and try to get a six, try to take over six and a half. Or you could look at the Cowboys team total over 27 and a half points, gotcha. um, just based within the handicap, think they score a lot. So that would be another way okay. to look at it. So okay. 
Um, just wait and see. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, before we brought you on, uh, you, you just you really wowed my my partner last week when he when he was drawn to the under. Tell him I was bragging on him. Yeah, and he was he was just amazed that you you tried to talk him off, and you did. You were successful in talking him off of that. Uh, before you came on today, he was also remarking that Houston is about to get win number four. And what is going to surprise him, Adam, is that you may disagree. I disagree all the way with that one. Um, we are in a we are in a midseason. Well, hold on, what the under last week? Remind me which yeah, under it was. It, John didn't fully explain it, so it was Cleveland, Indianapolis, and I asked you. I said, "Look, right. I think this is going to be two backup quarterbacks." We know Deshaun ended up playing, and I said, "The under here screaming at me, right? Because Cleveland's defense is so good." And you you gave me that. And it was it backed me off, and then I look up on Sunday, and it was seventy something points scored. So I was just <laughs> okay, speaking okay. to your genius before, and and yes, in this I am like last week surprised that you would you're going Carolina here. Is that what John is telling me? All right, I'll give you the uh, again here on the Texans. Okay. I'll I'll slow everything down here. Thank you. We're in a midseason reset for the Panthers. They're coming out of the bye. But here's what everybody needs to know before you sit down and watch this game. Thomas Brown is the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. He has sort of grown up, so to speak, within the NFL with Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams uh, with Jared Goff, that Super Bowl run. Like this, he comes from that coaching style. He is now taking over play calling for the Carolina Panthers. The difference in my expectations of play calling with Thomas Brown versus play calling with Frank Reich could not be further apart. It is night and day what you are going to see. Now, I'm not advocating that the Panthers are going to jump and be like an above-average team, but I think that we are going to see them look a lot more like Team 20 or 21 in the NFL rather than dead last Team 32. I think it's a big bump up. It's a reset spot. It's everybody buying into the new offensive coordinator and play caller that they love this is going to be a different-looking Panthers team. They're getting three points. You can still bet that right now today. I uh, like the Panthers this week. I uh, also like them to pull the upset here, the Texans. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, I think wow. what, people have to, what people have to, you know, catch up to speed yeah. on is that, you know, you've previously been able to back Houston, you know, as a dog, right, as a, as a, as a home That's dog. Right. And, and now, you're, now you're having to lay three points of chalk on the road. You know, like there is a huge difference in it, right? Just in terms of the decision well, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. We a big thing to think about when you're betting is roles of teams, right? And so you take a team like the Houston Texans; they've been good as an underdog. They've been an underdog all season long. Right. They've covered four of their six games. A lot of those games where they've had the big performances at home versus Pittsburgh, at home versus the Saints, mm-hmm. right? It's been at home in comfortable spots. Now it's the role change. They're laying points on the road. Yep. It's just a much different dynamic. I don't think the Texans fit that well, and there's a lot of upside in Carolina uh, this week with the play caller change. We're talking to Adam Excellent Turnoff stuff. of Right Angle Sports. Got to say, it is the most disgusting release of the season, but I, I bet it. Okay, I did. I bet it. But it is the most disgusting release of the season, considering that Carolina 
has not covered any number at all this year. I am hoping that uh, Thomas Brown makes the difference that that you all believe he will. All right, a couple other games uh, I do want to get your opinion on. I want to go to Monday night. Uh, we have Detroit taking on the Raiders. Detroit coming off of an embarrassing loss to Baltimore. You gave that out on the show last week, Baltimore minus three. Yep. Hope you took uh, Adam's advice there. That was a sweat-free winner, my favorites. Uh, and, of course, the Raiders coming off of an equally embarrassing loss at the hands of uh, Tyson Badgett in Chicago. Bajent. Bajent, sorry. I, mean, I keep getting it wrong. I, eventually I'll get it right. Um, when you have two spots like this, both teams coming off of embarrassing losses and the number being so high, is there is there an angle you like to attack a little bit more? Like, just What do you make of the spot? I know it's 8.5 now. Uh, is this a, a, a spot where Detroit shows, hey, we're miles better and we're gonna? this is the antidote for us? Like, What do you just sort of expect from a handicap perspective in this game? Well, guys, we just talked about the role change for Houston, right? They go from a dog all season to now laying points on the road. The Lions are very much kind of bouncing between roles all season, too. Last year, they were a dog uh, 15 of 16 weeks uh, before they ended the season in that Packers game, right? So we know the Lions as this feisty underdog. This season, we've seen them installed as a big favorite twice. I say big favorite, touchdown or more. The market wanted no part of them either week. One game they lost at home in overtime to Seattle. The other team they beat up on the aforementioned Carolina Panthers like everyone else has in the season so far. And so this is a bit of a weird scenario where you're seeing the Lions lay at some places nine points. It's just a much different role for them to be in. For the Raiders, on the other hand, pretty familiar, right? We're kind of used to seeing (laughs) them having to play from behind at this spot. I, I hate to pick on... Uh, Raiders fans here speaking directly to yourself, but um, I, I just think that the way that the Lions season is going, it's very easy schedules. They're kind of now getting priced to the peak of what we would expect to see from them. This is a spot to me where I just, I see the Lions defense as just being an incredibly overrated unit. And anytime I'm seeing this big of a number with a defense that I think is overrated, gives me a lot of hesitation to go in and try back it. We don't know who we're getting for the Raiders at quarterback yet. There's no official announcement. Um, I would be inclined to look at the Raiders getting nine points. It's not something that I have bet, but it would be the only way that I would look in this game. Interesting. Uh, a couple other games here. This is a this is a big one uh, if you have the Falcons over regular season win total, which uh, we certainly do. Falcons on the road here in Nashville against the Titans. Two and a half, 20 right now as the Titans look like sellers. And you mentioned on the po- podcast this morning, and it, it appears to be true that it will be Will Levis. Um, is is there an angle here with a rookie quarterback? Uh, I know it's on the road in Nashville, but it's not the greatest home field advantage in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. Is there an angle here with the Falcons? I know they're laying points, and it's hard to back them as a favorite, but what do you just make, make of that one for the Titans here at home having sold off their best safety? Yeah, it's it's interesting because you have so much familiarity with Arthur Smith coming back. Obviously, Mike Vrabel and him have a very close relationship. They know each other very well. Um, that kind of plays into a big factor of unknown. I think that's why I've seen kind of the gamesmanship of saying both quarterbacks will play, just making it harder for Smith to press. I'm I'm just I'm really stuck and torn with this because as soon as the number came out, I was like, we got to be betting Atlanta here. I was like, I was trying to advocate for the Falcons, and I was adamantly talked down from everyone else on the team saying oh, wow. the Tennessee Titans are easy in this situation. And there was actually a preference within the group 
where one of my team members preferred the price break in terms of getting two and a half points rather than a pick'em if Will Levis was going to be starting. They said they'd rather have that than if somehow Tannehill was able to come back and they were getting the Titans at, at like a pick'em. And so I'm really torn. I think the familiarity plays a big role. Something that worries me in looking at trying to bet Atlanta that I've been talked off of, they just they don't get out to big leads ever. They don't extend the scoreboard. And this, to me, just feels like the spot that Rabel is so well known for where he just makes the game really ugly, keeps it tight late into the game, and just kind of does what Rabel does where he's able to sneak out these weird games at home. And it just kind of has the feel of that to me. And so uh, I'm stuck. Uh, I've heard really strong cases for the Titans. I know great sharp professionals are on the Titans. I, I just don't know if I'll get there. How about Bengals Niners, Adam? I'll just ask you how you feeling, which way you land. I think last I looked, San Fran's five and a half point favorite. It's a big spot for Cincinnati, obviously, in that division. They can't afford to lose with everybody. They're looking up at everybody else. And for the Niners, what is it, two straight losses here? Uh, how do you see this one? Offense is going to look a lot better for San Francisco. Um, it's going to be a better spot at home against the Bengals team that's really struggling at safety specifically. So I think it's going to be a great game for Kittle. If you're betting props, I would look at a lot of George Kittle overs this week. I think the matchup against the Bengals, who struggle to defend tight ends, sets up well for the Niners. Uh, I think on the other side, it's really tough to predict because we've seen the Niners change their identity defensively with Steve Wilkes. He's played a lot more cover one. He's blitzed a lot more. Bosa, he expressed his displeasurement with the defensive play calling at the podium in the press conference. So there's some stuff lingering there. If the Niners kind of play this softer coverage that they've shown at times with kind of lazy man coverage outside, Joe Burrow is going to be able to complete a ton of quick passes and move the football down the field. If they kind of get back to what they're known for with this rushing four, dropping seven, and really sort of making it tough post-snap reads, I think we're going to see Burrow struggle. I just don't have enough insight to be confident one way or the other. If you put me on the spot to look at something now, I, I would look at the Niners team total over. I think offensively they bounce back, but uh, not a lot of strong opinions on this one outside of Kittle having a really good game. Okay. Hey, hey, hey sometimes, sometimes, Adam, it's just a week of derivatives. You know, that's all right. Know. Sometimes yeah. in the NFL, we just go with the derivatives and we let them things ride. I completely understand. Hey, appreciate the time Thank as you, always, brother. man. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate you, Adam. Absolutely. Enjoy week eight, guys. Yes, yes, sir. He is Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Always good stuff uh, with him. You know, yeah, I, I look at that one, and I'm, 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 really, I'm really intrigued by Cincinnati there. Uh, it's a dead number, five and a half, right? Like, games don't end on five. But, um, you know, you capture three, you capture four. It just does, though, feel like a, a rise to the occasion moment for San Francisco, doesn't it? Like, you're getting a, a, a premier quarterback back at home, you know, you've you've gotten embarrassed two weeks in a row. Like it just, it, it, it kind of has to be. It just feels. But I feel the same way for the Bengals. Right they're now. in a dis. They, yes, I, yeah, no question about it. Uh, they're coming off a of bye week. You know, they're healthier. Uh, Joe Burrow's probably you know going to be potentially the healthiest he's been all season long. Like I, you know, yeah, it's it's a stay away for me. I I I, I can hear I like both what he said about you know the props with Kittles yeah. there. Maybe you just stay off the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, but did you know about Thomas Since Brown, man? Did you know what was going on with Thomas Brown in Carolina? Did you know that man, I had he no was idea. him? That, bro, they're 0-6. Yeah, Ain't they nobody are. paying attention. Right. They just You'd look at him and you say, sorry. You'd look at the text. And he pretty much says, that. I mean, he wasn't saying they're going to be some world beater the rest of the season. 
He just says they're going to get up for this one. No, but it's like, yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's that's the NFL, isn't it? I mean, that's the perfect, uh, you know, uh, microcosm of the NFL, like a, a listless team. Well, that's what I'm looking for, signs. Yeah. To read. What, what, and what, he gave me he gave me a few more there, and that would be one with you, that with that change. So, so what you Texas, got in this week? My man D'Amico ain't, he ain't, we're not ready for Brown, are we? <laughs> Thomas Brown. Y'all got C.J. Stroud messed up. Revolution. Now, if, Adam, if Adam's right on this one again, I will call him the GOAT. <laughs> if he gets this one right. Because, again, nobody had 70-something points in Cleveland and Indianapolis with the way that looked beforehand. That's right. And nobody, I mean nobody, got Carolina getting up off the mat against the Houston uh, Texans team that would have four wins, be four and three. Yeah. Their win total now is at eight and a half. Now, remember, they could win by, you know, one or two, and and uh, the three gets home, by the way. Like, there is that possibility, right, in the NFL, just so you know. it's But, plus, he, but he had Panthers on. He said take a money line, too, didn't he? I don't know if he said money. I'm, pr- I, I'm pretty sure he said he liked him to win. He did like him to win, but he's not yeah, advocating. I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I know yeah, he didn't yeah. say it, but my point is that he yes. said he likes him to well, win yeah, the game. If you, if you take a team that, plus three. If they get that, yes, you uh, obviously are mostly betting them to win the game. I mean, there could be a way where you push or you it falls within the three by a miracle, but yes. This the, should not be competitive is it, what I'm saying on the surface. Uh, a road game? For young rookie C.J. Stroud, bro, he has been unflappable. He's been great, but he, I mean, there are lulls. You know, there are. I'm just swings. saying. It, my point is, if he gets this one right, I will call him the goat. Uh, what, what's in for you this week? What you got week? this week? Man, I, a very little. Okay, you don't want to sh- reveal no, man, your picks. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I see you on that roller coaster. It scares me. It's hard, dude. I'm just saying, and I ain't talking about what you're what you're doing. I'm talking about just the emotional swing. Yeah. I mean, you coming here today? Mad at the Lakers. Mad. Because you had plus five and a half. Dumb bet. Right. Dumb bet. Want to talk all about that game? You want to talk about Mac Jones' safety? Dumb. Then they go out and beat the Bills the next week. Yeah. What sense does that make? And, it's, and that frustration from yes. the night before, it, it you you take it into the next day until you get you a new fresh round. That's right. Of opportunities. That's right. That's a roller coaster. It's, it is. It is. I win. got enough on my plate. I respect Just that. Just with CJ and his conduct. You know, you know everything else going on this month. That's right. You and me been yelling at each other. I respect I that. I can't take it. I respect that. So I, I just don't get on the ride. If I'm gonna do something, be, the ride. be a little two dollar SGP. Okay. I, I'll probably take the over on Kittle's reception based <laughs> on what I just heard. Since <laughs> he can't, since he can't defend the tight end. I, all I'm looking for is <laughs> an edge. And I think Adam, go. I think Adam gave me what I hey. need. On my little my little hey, SGP. His his props are great too, man. His like, props are we yeah. don't talk much props with him. We need nah, to get more props out of him then. He uh if they're that good. I'll share this. I'll share this. He texts me uh there's two times Thursday night when the Raiders were playing the Packers. Uh or was it Monday night? It was Monday night. The third they were playing the Packers, okay? And he texts me, he goes, Matthew or My- Michael Mayer, whatever the tight end for the Raiders, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He says, Look at his over ten and a half. It was ten and a half yards, right? First play, dude goes for 12. First play, dude goes for 12 yards. And then on Sunday, what? how did he put it? I got to pull off how he put it. He's funny about it. He doesn't just say, all right, go ahead, go hammer the over. He says, keep an eye. This is 1142. Keep an eye on Jerome Ford. Colts nose tackle out. First play, 70-yard. Do it over his first, in his first run. He had a 70-yard touchdown. So – does I mean, he slip is, you a couple before the games every week? Not always, but he'll eventually. Sometimes he'll say, "Hey, I like you know. I think this is something to check and out." And you go play props. I will play some props. Yep. I, I don't. It's not my favorite. And honestly. you don't. And you don't do parlays. No, no, I don't do parlays. Uh, but but props are just tough because you're like you're if the the guy's in, he's out. He's injured. He's not. It's like I just it's not my favorite. And then Jerome Ford got injured three plays after that, bro. 
So he had the seventy yard run. Yeah, but he, he didn't do came, anything else. Came through for you. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's the freaking. Uh, you know, that's the margin in yeah, the yeah. NFL. So, anyway, thanks to Adam Turnoff for joining us, Good as stuff. always. Uh, we'll come back. I'll talk about the NBA, right? We had we had some of games course. last night that we yes. have not uh, talked about. So, we'll do that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn FM, ESPN. This is Bob Kessling of the Vaughn Network. Be here each Saturday for all the exciting action of Tennessee football. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Memphis's sports station. Saturday, it's the SEC on 92.9 as the Kentucky Wildcats take on the Tennessee Volunteers. We'll have the pregame at 4 o'clock, the kickoff at 6 o'clock. Kentucky and Tennessee, Saturday on 92.9. You know, it's always a good time to get over to Topps Barbecue. You know, you can do it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes, breakfast at Topps starts at 6.30. 18 locations, newest 7960 Cordova Road. Right there at Germantown Parkway. Nice two-lane drive-through. You'll love it. You'll be in and out quick, whatever you need. That new fire-braised chicken sandwich you'll love with Memphis white sauce. The thick-cut smoked barbecue bologna sandwiches they've got for you. Get your favorite sauce and slaw on it. And, John, we can do it in the mornings, too, with that breakfast combo. Get you that maple syrup-infused waffle. Doesn't it all sound so good? Uh, That's why Topps has been doing it for as long as they have. Oh, John's favorite right now, that bologna sandwich. Yeah, man, man. I mean, look, honestly, it depends on the week, bro. It depends. Okay, it switches up. You know, yeah, because the menu is ever evolving. I think that's the beauty of Topps Barbecue. I like the cadence here. Normally, it's me doing it at the beginning and you sort of bringing it home. That's Uh, that's right. But we're going to change that up. And that's what Topps Barbecue does as well. They never stopped, they never got complacent with their menu. The fire braised chicken sandwich that you mentioned, the Southern Smokehouse Burger. It's never been easier to get Topps Barbecue. Get it on your delivery apps, Grubhub, etc. Tops Barbecue, 70 years. And still smoking. Very good. Penny Hardaway has addressed a few things. He's doing the he's speaking right now. Yes, they, they have an availability. Stop asking me stupid questions. Wonder if we get any news out of it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's maybe not news. DeAndre? But as much as it is insight. There is a, there is some stuff here on DeAndre. Okay. Uh, I will just sort of go in chronological order. Uh, Penny Hardaway was asked about the Mikey Williams situation. And uh, do you want to play Penny Bingo here? <laughs> do you well, want- I know what you want him, what you would have wanted him to say. What did he say? He said he hasn't been found guilty of anything, so we have to continue to support him. He's literally talking to you because you were <laughs> the only Stop one. Stop asking me stupid <laughs> questions. Screaming about this. He said... He said, Williams being on the roster doesn't impact the image of the Tigers program at all. Okay. <laughs> He's heard your rants. <laughs> That's for you, dude. <laughs> nobody else. Because ain't nobody else talking about it. That's right. That's right, man. I'm fighting against it, bro. I'm fighting against it. I appreciate it, P. Thanks. And then he was asked about uh, DeAndre Williams. He said. Now, this is what I want to know. He said, I'm still praying about that. There is no deadline. You know the NCAA don't have no deadline. So we're going to take this into the season. Oh, for sure, bro. I mean, but I thought the la- I thought I read from Munz or maybe it was Parth that the he had thirty days to do this last one. I'm like, it can't go on forever, right? On this last appeal, because again, remember it's reported it's been two no's. So I don't know. I just I think for that team again, and, and keep in mind that team has heard too all preseason. Man, with DeAndre, they're this. With just them, they're this. And so I'm, I'm just telling you, you know, I know they'd sure like to have some closure to this and at least know these, you know, this is what we got. But I, 
They've been listening to you talking about, oh, they're a top ten team. They got they're they're national title contender without DeAndre. Without yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've been hearing that inside there. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, I just know you know probably to a player they're probably just ready. To, like I said, get some closure. Of course they'd like to have him, but knowing that they haven't all preseason and how you know long shotted this looks now, I think they'd like to be done with the talk as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny told you what you need to know though. This is gonna carry on into the season. No question. So I can forget about closure right now. Yeah, you need my to, little closure narrative. You need to forget about it. I will. Anything else in there insightful? Um, those are really the main things. Um, you know, a couple uh, players were were talking. He did say he thinks the defense is better uh, right now than last year. Uh, this he says this team is better defensively. The starting five, it sounds like, is going to be uh, as we suspected: Javon Quinterly, Caleb Mills. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.